Welcome to another episode of Bank Shots. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network, where we talk about all the latest news as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. Um, I'm your humble host, Amobi Okugo. Sorry for the delay in this week's podcast uh, for Bank Shots. You guys may already may already have been caught up if you guys followed the newsletter. So make sure you guys subscribe to the newsletter. Every week we come out with the newsletter. But if not, let's get right into bank shots. This week we got some good stories for you guys today. Uh, Luol Dank, we talked about his real estate profile and his portfolio. Um, Great article that came out on Forbes. Um, Tony Parker's transition into the wealth advisement space. Um, Our third story is about um, female athletes and their interesting dynamic when it comes to motherhood sponsorships and uh, how companies view the way they should market themselves. And our last story is um, about what financial uh, moves the recent first round draft picks should make in the NBA. Um, some of these guys are making upwards of seven to $33 million. So um, there's a great article talking about some financial moves that they should consider. Um, and then we have some little tidbits to follow as well, one being Shaq. So uh, let's get right into it. So our first story, Luol Deng, uh, NBA player, 15-year NBA veteran, uh, most famous for his time with the Chicago Bulls, where they were back-to-back NBA leaders when it came to their record. Um, They ended up losing to Miami Heat both times. But Luol Deng, a 15-year NBA veteran who's developed quite a real estate portfolio. Um, His portfolio includes commercial units, residential units, hotels, resorts. And um, this article was on Forbes, and it was really cool to talk about or to read about his, his growth from when he first started to Um, now as he um, winds down towards the end of his career. Um, It's amazing to learn that his portfolio is worth up to $125 million. And if you compare it to his career earnings, he's earned up to $151 million. So that just goes to show you that if you're doing it the right way, the business opportunities are endless. Imagine, like, business is... it's infinite. There's no cap on how much you can make. I mean, it's all about the market, the community, and the customer. Obviously, depending on what business you're in, um, there's certain thresholds or capacities. But as an athlete, you're only paid what the owner gives you. So for Luol Deng, he saw real estate as an opportunity for him to increase his net worth, increase his financial stability, and do it the right way. Um, something he credits is that knowing the market and using his leverage and doing the right deals, the opportunities become endless because if you have those three categories, um, you can, you can really make a big mark in whatever, whatever business you want to make. Um, for him, it happens to be uh, real estate. 
what I really took away from the article was um, how he used his leverage and how he used his um, network. Um, he cites Jamie Dixon and Don Pebbles as mentors. And if you have those two guys as mentors, uh, I'm, you're going to go a long way. Uh, when he was at Duke, uh, he was close with uh, Jamie Dixon's daughter. Um, for context, Jamie Dixon is the uh, CEO of Chase J.P. Morgan Bank. Um, so when he was uh, when he was playing in Chicago uh, at the time when Jamie Dixon was living there, he took him under his wing, um, really um, showed him the ropes when it came to business. And uh, Don Pebbles is a real estate guru, um, has up to a billion dollars of uh, assets under management, um, just the overall um, great business mind. And if we're being honest with ourselves, what are the chances Luol Deng would be able to connect with them if he wasn't a star player for Duke, a star player in the NBA? Um, actually, if we're being honest, Luol Deng's not a star player in the NBA. He's made the all-star a couple times, but he's not at the capacity of uh, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, um, Steph Curry. But he's still able to make these connections and create a great avenue for himself, which is very important. And I suggest you guys definitely read the article. It was uh, it was really good. Um, so that, make sure you check the, the, the newsletter. Um, second story, Tony Parker, Tony Parker, uh, famous French point guard, most famously for his time with the Spurs, where he won uh, four rings. Yeah, four championship rings. Um, he's now transitioning into wealth management space. He's going to be a business development um, advisor and help help athletes. You know, he's in a position where he doesn't need the money. He's made up to one hundred and sixty million dollars throughout his career and he's been smart with his money and now he's helping um the next generation of athletes in his new financial advisory role and i think it's really important for um for the audience in general uh, both athletes and both people involved in this space to understand how athletes can help athletes we understand the nuances that that go through an athlete's career. You know, we understand when, you know, a family member asks for money and they keep asking and they guilt trip you and they put this emotional blackmail on you. We understand when, you know, you're getting deal flow and this deal may look right, this day this deal may may look wrong. And we understand, you know, splurging on the family and the the significant other and, you know, buying things but keeping it under budget. We understand these things. So for Tony Parker to come in in a different aspect, in a different light, um, it's going to help stress the message of being smarter with your money. Obviously, you know, financial advisor are financial advisors are in place to tell you these things. But when you're hearing it from somebody that, you know, you can look up to or you've looked up to or you've played against or knows those battles, it just hits different. And this is a takeaway as well for someone trying to transition into a space. You know, in the wealth management space for athletes or the business development space for athletes, this is where someone that has uh, an athletic background can excel because you have the experience, you have the skill set, you have the unique awareness of how things work in this space. It's all about translating the wording or the um, the way you 
the way you identify different things, because there's different terminology when it comes to actual corporate America to how you experienced it in the sports business setting. So, yeah. Third story is. So the World Cup now, the World Cup, the Women's World Cup is, is going on right now. And uh, a couple interesting articles came out, one being about how companies are um, stressing female athletes market themselves, how they should market themselves in a, you know, in a more um, lighthearted or feminine way, you know, without showing, you know, what makes them so unique on the soccer field or in sports in general. Um, so I thought it was interesting how the woman, particularly the woman for the, from the World Cup, how they responded. They said, no, no, thanks. We'll do it our own way. And uh, I think that's great because, you know, you don't have to conform to anyone in this day and age. You have a unique voice. You have a, a big platform. And for you, it's important to stick to your brand and stick to being authentic. Obviously, you don't want to rub any toes the wrong way um, in terms of, you know, um, political affiliations or, you know, dis discriminatory, discriminatory remarks. But when it comes to branding yourself, you should have free reign to do what you want to do. And there's going to be a company for you. Um, another um, another thing that was pointed out is the the battle between, you know, sponsorship money and motherhood. Um, there's there was an article that highlighted different athletes that had to go through motherhood or sacrifice, you know, building a family at the expense of their career. And I think a great example would be right now, Sydney LaRue. Um, she she recently came out with the Players Tribune um, docuseries, which highlights her, which highlights her second pregnancy. Obviously, Sydney LaRue is a great player. She's an Olympian, a World Cup uh, winner, and she would probably be at the World Cup this this time around had she not um, been pregnant. So it's just this dynamic that we don't see from the uh, female athlete's perspective that we really got to take into account. And it's going to be interesting to see what steps are made to help female athletes in this, um, in this new age, as they continue to grow the sport, as they continue to market uh, the women's game across the board. Uh, last story would be, um, you know, so the first round, the NBA draft just recently happened. Um, the first round picks, they all, the report, reports show that, you know, any uh, any first round pick would make up to seven million um, at the lowest at the lowest up to thirty three million as the highest over the course of their uh, rookie contract. And it's really amazing to see young athletes that have worked so hard to become overnight millionaires. But if they're not doing it, if they're not being smart with their money, it can all go away um, just like that. So um, the article talked about different ways that they should strategize, you know, acting like this contract might be their last, you know, being patient, understanding that you may want to spend money on some things, but have a have a limit. And I thought this was really interesting because it's so hard. It's so hard to tell somebody to be smart with your money or not to buy this thing when you literally can get anything you want. A uh, financial advisor I spoke with a couple of weeks ago. Um, she had told me that, you know, the best thing to do is to let them have fun money to a certain extent. You know, you, you can't get a kid to eat their vegetables unless you give them some dessert. So you let them have you let them make sure these athletes are focusing on their vegetables, but you make sure they get some dessert. And as long as that dessert is minimal enough to, you know, enough to get the sweet tooth out the way, 
Okay, but you got to make sure your vegetables are the most important thing that you eat, that you maintain. And I really thought that the way she brought it up was really interesting because, you know, a frugal athlete, everyone just thinks, you know, just hoard your money, hoard your money, hoard your money until you're done playing. And that's not the case. You know, you got to enjoy too. Why, why do you think you work so hard? You didn't work so hard just to, um, just to count money in your basement or under your bed. You have to enjoy life as well, but you have to do it at the, at, with caution. You got to do it with the end goal in mind, the long-term vision. And um, I really thought it was interesting to come across that article. Um, besides that, um, there's some. There hasn't been any recent news besides Shaq. Shaq, um, the businessman, as we all know. Obviously, most recently he signed on as a board member for. Um, he's on the board of advisors for Papa John's, but he just recently invested in uh, Forto. Uh, Forto is a co- coffee slot. Um, those are organic coffee slots. So I'm definitely interested to see how that plays out. Um, definitely interested to see, you know, the contract that Zeon signs, whether he's going to sign with Nike or Adidas or he's going to, you know, he's going to surprise everyone and sign with like a New Balance or something. Um, obviously, the uh, endorsements that he gets in relation to him being in New York um, versus where he's actually going to be in New Orleans is interesting to see as well. But that's about it for this week's Bank Shots. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. Make sure you share with a friend. Make sure you continue to support. We're up to 5,000 listens since our rebrand. You know, we got bank shots. We got money talks. We got a frugal athlete. Make sure you check the other platforms as well. We've got some great podcast episodes that just recently came out, one being with Melanin Investor Carmela Hawkins. Um, spoke to Lou Young on his transition from being football to now entertainer comedian Uh, so make sure you check those out make sure you check the website out at www.afrugalathlete.com stay tuned for next week hey yo Money talks, save your breath, save your peace of mind Deposit plus signs, they're not unwind Words to the wise, don't gotta be suits and ties We're living in a time where every move is scrutinized At the elbow, I hit them with the bank shot I just wanna check my bank account and thank God yeah. Ayo, I think we got the same thought We gon' get it all together for the raindrop yeah. Help me help you, sometimes you don't gotta go far to discover the truth Easy to get confused when all the faces are blue Pull up a chair, if it help I tell you what I would do Keep that thought process prudent And yo, staying in the moment while we living for the future Yeah, this is track meet for a frugal athlete Nothing more, nothing less, I need exactly